<laughs> and then his wife's like, baby, come to bed, please. It's like, shut up, woman. <laughs> and then he just pans over to his other mural of Sandman. <laughs> What is going on, guys? This is Grapples That Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to deep questions like, what's the meaning of life? Food. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. You put me on the spot. I'm, I'm, I'm fat. It's food. For me, it's... Uh, <laughs> Disregarding women and acquiring currency. Oh, Jiminy Cricket, really? Disregarding women and acquiring currency. That's that's the life life goals right there. I'm telling Amanda. She's probably listening. <laughs> no, she's probably like a thousand episodes behind. She's you, like so way she's behind. Like, yeah. Anyway, you are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apps. That's Grapples, the number two apples. Remember, not on that uh, SoundCloud, we're on that... Apple Podcasts, or that Google Play Music. Doesn't matter where you're listening as long you as you are listening. Uh, I'm all over the place today because, again, I am not with... Uh, I am without my shades today. Mm. So, so, you have the very normal, the very tired, <laughs> Mr. Messy Hair in the Morning, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Shades, joined by my friend... <laughs> <laughs> Will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be because that's who I is. Mr. I'm a little I'm a little sniffly and sneezy because I got attacked by dust while cleaning up, so ah, you, you ah. might hear me sniffling a little bit throughout the episode, so I apologize. That's that's alright. That's alright. My bad. I'm an artist, I know about dust and paint and whatnot. You know what what does that even mean? Make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot and a little to go over. A lot of opinions, a lot, some news from the WWE. Uh, I think uh, the artist, formerly known as Shade, is going to break some news. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get into all that unless we ring that bell. So typically, we start with non-WWE news, uh, where we break any news coming from New Japan, Ring of Honor, uh, MLW, AAA, so on and so forth. Unfortunately... Not much went on in the news world outside of the WWE. Um, we did get some interviews breaking from uh, Chris Van Fleet, who did an interview with Flip Gordon recently. Uh, nothing really to tell there, other than he has not disclosed where he's going to go when his contract is over or when his contract is over. Yeah. Um, he is. He did say he's going to change his in-ring style a little bit to reflect his injuries. Yeah. Uh, but... Other than that, there hasn't really been anything other than... Oh, there has been... Wait, there's a, a major one. Um, I guess you want to talk about Sandman and his tweet. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. So, recently, the Sandman of ECW fame, a legend in the wrestling industry... Currently signed to Impact Wrestling. Currently signed to Impact Wrestling, made a statement that women should never be main eventing a show... And that any real male professional wrestler would agree with him. Of course, this caused a huge uproar. Mage. 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 Uproar within the wrestling community, not just amongst the women, but amongst the men, uh, you know, the men also. 
we're not living in as recent as 2002, 2005, when the women on the roster of WWE were more glamified I mean, models. even 2002 to 2005, there was still sort of like a good wrestling base. It's usually like one like or two. to basically the re- women's revolution or right. revolution they want to call it that's when it was kind of like the divas right. stage and it was kind of like oh god you're gonna get a michelle mccool who's athletic but mm. you have a uh a layla who was mm. with her wasn't really technically savvy you right, know she was right. a pretty face um and she was a good heel but even so and, and this kind of what bothers you but people talk about professional wrestling and women in professional wrestling if you remove wwe TNA had a great women's division. I've said that for years. For sure. So I feel like there really was never much of a gap in the history of professional wrestling where women weren't doing good work somewhere. So, all right. Because we had great women wrestling, uh, female wrestling in like the 80s. and In the lexicon of like wrestling. Right. And uh, you know I'm using that uh, yes, word. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. In WWE... Specifically, it was 80s women's wrestling, which was basically non-existent. Right, like a Blaze. early bust. 90s was still non-existent with Alundra Blaze and uh, and uh, Bull uh, Nakano, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then you have that gap where it was just like there was almost no women's wrestling, and then the resurgence of Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Ivory. and Ivory, and China, mm-hmm. and then they started bringing in Molly Holly. Molly, yeah, it started to build itself up, and Lita, you had your Trishes Trish. and your Lita's, your Victorias, your mm-hmm. Jazz, right? And then it kind of slowed down with your Kelly Kellys and your Maurice. But as that was going on in WWE, that's when TNA started. the Knockouts division, right? Was led by Gail Kim, and they had again Victoria mm-hmm. and and uh, by ODB. Um, you know, it, it it was it was it wasn't stacked, but they were putting on good matches. Right. But now we're at a time where pretty much every promotion has very talented female wrestling. Who and can put on a good match. Who can put on good matches left, right, and center. We're talking WWE, NXT, AEW, uh Shimmer, Stardom, Impact, like New Japan's the only one left because they don't do women's wrestling. Yeah. But other than them, and, well, Ring of Honor tries, but, you know. So, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> leave, 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 leave modest. Leave, leave modest. They're suffering enough. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's legitimate female professional wrestling all over the world now. And so, for Sandman to say something like that is just so... I don't want... Word isn't, isn't dated. It's... I don't know. It's like the, the meme going around, like, OK Boomer. You know what I'm talking about? Where like yeah, where like the older generation uh, blames millennials. Just, yeah, for, like they're all you're lazy. They're just and super out of touch. Like, yeah, that that this comes off as your drunk uncle who doesn't know what he's talking about at the dinner table at Thanksgiving or Christmas, who's just you know thinks it's still okay to be racist and sexist and, and homophobic and all that stuff. Yeah, and that's what Sandman comes off to me. Now the the reason I care so much is because. Uh, so you and I were having a conversation about this, mm-hmm. and you said something along the lines of like, "Who cares what he thinks?" Mm-hmm. And on a like face level, yeah, who cares what he thinks? But the fact is, this is Sandman. This is a guy who has a legendary status in professional wrestling, and so his opinion can sway bookers who can take money out of these women's pockets. 
I don't know about that. And it can sway the opinion of, of a younger, more gullible fan and or wrestler. I don't think a younger fan knows who Sandman is. I don't we know. know Sandman. We grew up. We were 10, 11 years old watching Sandman wrestle. Yeah, he's in his forties or fifties now. It's gotta be fifties. Younger wrestling fans don't know who he is, and if they do know who he is, okay, congrats to you. You watched old ECW, mm. but you weren't watching Sandman in WWE. No. You weren't watching Sandman in his early run in TNA. No, you're not watching Sandman now. I hope not. Who cares what the the the, the ramblings of a a, a a belligerent drunk 56. man is? Fifty six. I mean, yeah, he he he's a legend in his own right. It's also just not it's just not healthy to have this sort of this sort of opinion out. Yeah, but okay, so you have it's unhealthy rhetoric. So you have a guy like Sandman who says something like this, mm-hmm. and you have another guy who, in my opinion. His, I'm gonna say, has given more. Who has? He's probably one of the top entertainers in the world right now. Will Osprey, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he said he tweeted out, uh, was it Trisha Parker? What's her name or something like that? Uh, Tasha Parker it was from this is the girl that um, originally wrote the tweet with okay. Sandman. Okay, she's a uh, one of the the women in Impact. Mm-hmm. Will Osprey comments on her comment saying he's I it was watched Jordan Grace or something. Jordan Grace, that's her name. I couldn't remember her name. Like, Trisha Parker. I'm like, this is Jordan Grace. Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I scroll a lot on Twitter. <laughs> it's part of my job. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Jordan Grace uh Will Osprey comments on Jordan Grace's uh original post saying he's gone to stardom and shimmer matches and watching these matches makes him want to retire because he's like, how can I compete with that? Mm-hmm. There's, you know, aside from, like, WrestleMania that happened this year, because mm-hmm. I... Did they deserve to headline WrestleMania? Maybe. Did they put on a match worthy of main eventing WrestleMania? No. Ultimately, no. Ultimately, no. No. But if you put, like, a Tessa Blanchard in there, you know, like like... Girls who know how to work. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said this for a long time, off air and on air. Usually, when there's a women's match, it's a bathroom match for me. It's botch filled. Sometimes they feel like they have no chemistry. But I will never outright disrespect they don't deserve to main event because there are some women who are actually better wrestlers than the the men their their counterparts. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Who cares what Sandman thinks? Like, ultimately, who cares what Sandman thinks? You you have sway over those weak-minded uh, males who are afraid to see women succeed more than them. Yep. Those men who uh, call Nyla Rose, oh, that's still a man. Yep. Like, like, like insensitive, mm-hmm. um, small men, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. That's who you're gonna sway. Then we don't need you watching wrestling. It's true. It's a fair point. It like, is, but also like think from their perspective how much that sucks to hear. Being you know someone no, it's, who it's who works double hard to mm-hmm. be where they're at, and then someone who's a legend a legend of the business going, you don't deserve to be here just because you have the wrong genitals. Like that's gotta be. Like I have n- like Sandman's had a five star match his entire <laughs> life. Get Ben and like I, I said this in the in, in I get Ben. 
I, I said this in our in our group chat. I was like, you know, I got a soft spot for Sandman. I went to an Impact show <laughs> earlier this year with my uncle Julio, my brother. And he fed you beer. And he fed me beer. Like yeah, I can't. Yeah. Like come on, man. You making me look bad right now. Like, <laughs> I, I got you on my Instagram. I got you on the pages Instagram. Come on, Sandman. We're not supporting you here. <laughs> There's no supporting you here. And actually, he didn't serve me beer. He served Shades beer. Oh, yeah, Shades. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shades was I, there. Uh, uh, the artist formerly known as Shades wasn't there. I apologize. Yeah. He drove Shades home, though. <laughs> or it was at night. <laughs> so, so, that, so yeah. Um, Sandman, get bent. And that'll, uh, that wraps up the news outside of the WWE. Now, Shades, false. talk to it. False, 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 oh. false, false. Oh, oh? Yes. There is some news. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. While searching for some non-WWE news, as we usually do, I came across something. And I don't want you to look at my computer. I want you to I'm look trying not to. Don't look at my computer. I'm, trying not. I'm looking right at you. I'm looking right okay. square in your face. All right. I'm Googling a certain person's whose contract is up at the end of the month. A Before them. Vi- the villain. It expired on the first. Oh, on the first. Yeah. So he's he's still. He's gonna do one he's more gonna show. Finish the show on the fifteenth. Okay. So Marty Skrull, the villain. Yeah. Yeah. I Google mm-hmm. the villain, and this is what it says on Wikipedia. Martin Skrull is an English professional wrestler, better known by the ring name Marty Skrull. He is currently signed to All Elite Wrestling, where he is to debut January twenty twenty. How you like me now? Breaking news here on Grapples to Apples, baby. This is what we do. I called it. I called it. I called it. We talked about this a few weeks ago. And and, and what did I say? I said it's going to take a villain to be the hero. And I flipping knew it. Not not flip, Gordon. I Marty knew it. <laughs> so Marty is currently signed to... AEW. Oh, I don't, I, I, oh, it sucks that that was broken on, on like Wikipedia, though. Well, like, I wish it's it was, not I, broken on anything else but Wikipedia. And Wikipedia isn't could 100% be like someone accurate, just, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it could have been any Joe Schmo just put that in there. Yeah, I mean, I've seen uh, earlier this year, it was like, owner of the Cowboys, and it said the New York Jets. Like, that was great. <laughs> so, it could be hearsay, but, I mean, I think more likely than not, it's it's going to happen. See, this from yesterday says Marty Skrull reportedly committed to Ring of Honor past final battle. And the last report that I knew was that he was obligated for final battle. No, not obligated for, but he agreed to do final battle yeah. for Ring of Honor. He's also still the six, uh, six-man tag team champion. Yeah, but they can drop that one over. Yeah. But... I mean, yeah. So that is the rest of the non-WWE news. Oh, God, I want Marty in AEW so bad. I, I saw that and I pooped myself. I legitimately pooped myself. And there was a little hint that we'll talk about later. No, we'll, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, okay, okay. We'll get to that. Moving on to WWE news. Kind of speed through this a little bit. Um, I'm going to talk about WWE's backstage who I was under the impression that CM Punk was going to be a mainstay on the show. You explained to me last week that he is not. Next week's episode, he will be on, okay. and I hope he kills the product for <laughs> on SmackDown because I don't want to kill it myself. 
I think they could have done this reveal, this signing, a little bit better as a, a surprise debut. But they confirmed the WWE that John Morrison is officially signed with the WWE. So, from a wrestling fan standpoint, I too, like you, would have preferred if it had been a shock debut mm-hmm. during a Raw or SmackDown or pay-per-view, whatever. From a business perspective, makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. They're trying to continue to, to solidify backstage as something worth watching. Yeah. Where news breaks, where interesting things happen, where, you know, you never know what's going to... So that makes all the sense in the world. Because now people are going to be like, oh, I have to watch backstage. You don't know what news is going to come your way mm-hmm. on backstage. So like from a WWE and Fox perspective, I totally get them announcing it this way. But from a fan... Hate it. Hate it so much. It's so anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, you could add, excuse me, John Morrison uh, debut at TLC. Yeah. Uh, The Miz and The Fiend look like they're they're slated to have a match at TLC. I don't want them to put Morrison with Miz right away off the bat. Like in a feud? In any capacity. Oh, okay. And I would, obviously, that's the way that you can organically bring him in. And this is also the main roster. Who cares? Like, it's not like... Yeah. We're going to talk about the the nonsensical things they did for SmackDown. The good thing about doing it this way also is that it buys WWE some time. He signed... You, okay, so I was listening to uh, After the Bell, Corey Graves' mm-hmm. podcast, and Triple H is like, um, having a guy finish a feud and then take him off a of TV for three to six months and then re like not repackage him but mm-hmm. re-debut him on a different like program mm-hmm. uh, or a different brand helps build that character up Olaf and Balor exactly mm-hmm. having us in our having in our minds that John Morrison signed with the WWE now we're just like okay when are they going to bring him in mm-hmm. you know? and where and where when is going to be the right time like what are they going to do with this what so, brand what feud is he doing so on and so forth so I, I think this is, like, I'm torn between, like, announcing it on backstage and not having, like, a surprise debut. Mm-hmm. But, again, from a fan perspective, I like the the, the surprise debut. Mm-hmm. But from a, from a business perspective and also from a booking perspective, because now it buys them time to let things unfold and then figure out what to do with him. Instead of having to go, okay, we signed him yesterday. The news is going to break tomorrow. We've got to just jam him into a storyline somewhere to get him on TV. Yeah, I, f- I feel like you'll have uh, one of two things happen. You'll have an either an, a U.S. title or a Intercontinental uh, Open Challenge match, which he'll answer and win, mm. or he'll debut at the Rumble. Like that's the only two ways that I would see them forcefully bringing him in. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then if he's at the Rumble, you're like, is this a one-off? Is this not a one-off? Mm-hmm. We didn't have that knowledge prior to mm-hmm. him being signed. But now that we know it's signed, that he's signed. You can kind of take your time, make sure you have the right story for him. To I mean, you can, have, you can have him debut at the Rumble. You don't have to have him debut at the Rumble. You know, it's just like... And now you have the freedom to choose whatever you want to do with him. Mm-hmm. All right. Like I said, I, from that perspective, I get it. Yeah. From a fan perspective, I don't like. So moving on, on SmackDown, they announced that Rey Mysterio will be defending the U.S. title <laughs> in an automatic rematch against <laughs> AJ Styles this coming Raw. They're not calling it an automatic rematch. They just said it's going to be a rematch. But there's no automatic rematch. It's so not yeah, automatic. It's going to be a rematch. Yeah. It was they, automatic. Yeah, well, was they just... let a week pass in between and then they, <laughs> they let them have the rematch. 
Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin have been scheduled to have a TLC match in TLC pay-per-view two weeks from now. The first and only match announced. No, it's not the only match, but the first match announced. What else was announced today? Moving on to the New Day. Defend oh. the SmackDown tag team titles against the Revival, who won a right. fatal four-way elimination. See, I just I, I, for, like, I hear New Day, I see New Day, and I just tune it out. So I forgot. My left arm is killing me. Like I'm having a heart attack or something. That's not funny. Plenty of old Jerry the King Waller right now. Oh my jizz. Uh, no, it's just the shoulder. You gonna scream puppies now too? No. <laughs> Speaking of puppies, Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte Flair and her her beau Andrade have trademarked their old names Ashley Flair and La Sombra. La Sombra. Which is weird for him to go back to La Sombra without the mask. Who's to say he's not? He's just trademarking his name. True. What's so. the point? So if he goes to AEW he or they ain't Impact, going nowhere. or was it CMLL that he was in? Yeah. That he can just... They're not going anywhere. Andrade's not going anywhere without Charlotte. And Charlotte, who's like the queen of WWE with her 18,000 title reigns, she ain't going anywhere. She's treated like God. She's She is the John Cena of the women's division. Is she? Because uh, according to Corey Graves... What does he know? Is it Carmella? <laughs> it's a different blonde this time. Corey Graves on his podcast after the bell. Well, after the bell end. Get it? Bell end. It's a UK. No, never mind. Can I continue? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. I don't know where I was going. Something about Corey Graves. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Corey Graves says on his podcast, After the Bell, Charlotte has never felt less important than she does right now. This whole tag team thing with Charlotte finding a different partner week after week, it just doesn't click. I'm not feeling it, and to me, it looks like Charlotte's not feeling it. You can see it on her face. Charlotte Flair looks like she's going through the motions and getting through the night. Wah, freaking wah. He continues with, Charlotte Flair carried the main event of WrestleMania this year because she, <laughs> because she's a pro. She's a highly talented. She's highly talented, and when she's motivated, dare I say, untouchable. I miss the queen, my queen, the villainess that would kick everybody's ass because she's superior. I'm. I know I'm forced to explain myself ad nauseum, but allow me to reiterate one more time. I want my queen back. And I was like, hey, Corey, dial it back a little bit. How many blondes are you going to cheat on in one year? Relax. Oof. That's rough. So Charlotte actually responded. Oh, did she? What, did he, like, talk about her, like, mental health issues also? No. Oh. She doesn't matter then. She says, the problem is he's not entirely wrong. <sighs> Look, I'm sorry. I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. How many title reigns did she have? She just forced into the into the main event of WrestleMania just because she's Charlotte. Like, I'm, I'm not hearing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just because you're not, like, the focal point of the women's division a division for, like, a few months. But I'm sorry. I'm No, I don't want to hear it. I'm not hearing this. I'm not. This is such a wah-wah. I'm, this is dumb. I mean, it kind of does feel... 
weird that she's not in a t- the title picture right now. But but it can't always be Charlotte. It can't just be Charlotte, 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 Charlotte. She's on Raw right now, right? Yeah. Becky's the champion. Becky's the man. Becky's still? Yeah. Oh. Be- Becky's not, like, she's still the one moving the merch. She's still the one, like, people are still behind her. It's still Becky. Becky's still your top dog right now. Unless you're going to do Becky versus Charlotte a million times, no, Charlotte, you can't, I'm sorry, find something else to do. You got to find other opponents for Becky to keep Becky looking good or to move the belt along. We can't. It can't be Charlotte all the time. I'm not saying it can't be Charlotte all the time. What I am saying, though, is give her an actual tag team partner. Okay. You have her teaming up with uh, the who's-its and the what's-its, but it doesn't seem organic. And that's the problem that I've had from the get-go with the women's tag team titles. There's no established real tag teams to to, to go up against. It's kind of dumb. Fair. But let me me posit this to you. If Charlotte is throwing internal hissy fits... Because she doesn't want to be involved in this. She's not. Corey Graves is. But she's and she's saying he's not wrong. Entirely wrong. So she's agreeing that she's not happy with her lot right now. She's not happy doing this tag team thing. So if you're if you're already walking around, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, it doesn't matter what partner they put you with, you're not going to click. You're not going to have good chemistry. It's not going to work. So they're going to give you another partner. They're going to complain again that they're giving you, like... All these different partners. Well, if you'd have a better attitude to be the professional that Corey's claiming you to be, then maybe you might find someone that you have good chemistry with and do something with it. Instead of just being, oh, oh I have to be Charlotte, I have to win everything. Not necessarily saying she has to win everything, but when you're used to being the main event, the main eventer that she is, going for the tag team title seems like a demotion. I don't know. The only reason so it's I was cool when she does it to everybody else, but she can't do it. I'm not saying I'm not saying that she's right. Why are you, why are you so against Charlotte right now? Because it's because this is so dumb. It's not. It's so dumb. It is so dumb and ungrateful. How how many title wins did she have so far? I think what thirteen? No, I think she's at nine or ten. Fine. She's been in the WWE for how long? Maybe wait WWE or NXT or both? Both it, under the WWE umbrella. I would say maybe eight or nine years. Okay, how long? Or seven or eight years. How long did Ric Flair wrestle between WCW and WWE? Well, are you gonna count the NWA? No. Why not? I have. I have. There's, there's a reason. Uh, because well, it's eighty that, something. It's it's that messy area because you have. The NWA that turns to WCW also is just like a NWA WCW type of thing. Um, let's say let's go mid eighties to two thousand and. We're talking about like twenty years. Yeah, give or take. And WWE is acknowledging sixteen title runs. Charlotte is nearing that in less than half the time. Okay, so she started in 2012 with uh, WWE. So we're talking seven years. Yeah. Seven years. So in seven years, she's won almost as many titles as her father has in 20. So she's won uh, the Raw Women's Championship uh, four times. Okay. She's won the SmackDown Women's Championship five times. That's nine. She's won the NXT Women's Championship once. Ten. And she's won the Divas Championship once. Eleven. 
So if Charlotte actually wins the tag team titles, she will be the true Grand Slam champion because Bailey was never Divas champion. Okay. That's not true. It's a replacement. The Divas Championship was replaced by the Women's Championship. Yeah, but she would. Charlotte would have That's been a different the only, title. Charlotte would have been the only woman to hold literally every single belt. Yeah, but that's not really fair because then it's like, oh well, she didn't hold the one that China and Stephanie McMahon held. Well, that was discontinued. As was the Divas Championship. So you, how can you hold it against Bailey when Bailey wasn't around then? Not my fault. You were still stuck in deve- developmental. That's mad backwards. Okay, it's not my fault that Charlotte was only ten when you know. Stephanie was winning the women's championship. Well, she was also uh, doing segments in WCW. You're just not going to acknowledge my point at all. No. All right. Cool. Yeah. No glasses or glasses does make a difference. Let's move on because I'm tired of Charlotte. I self entitled. That's oh, what she is. Boy. Let's 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 talk about wrestling as a whole. Mm-hmm, baby. Let's talk about something that. Will the Thrill would like to speak about. Let's let's talk about something that interests you. <clears throat> so something that, that really caught my eye this week was AEW and how they treated the women's division. Okay. This is something that we've talked about, not just us, but I feel like the wrestling community ad nauseum has talked about how weak or how shallow the AEW women's division is. Mm-hmm. It's like you got Awesome Kong, you got Britt Baker, you got B. Priestley... Your champion is Riho because reasons, and then meh. And then we talk about, in such high praise, NXT Women's Division with Rhea Ripley and Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae and Shayna Baszler and SmackDown and Raw with their you know four horsewomen and so on and so forth. Obviously, the names will never match up. Or maybe at least not... In terms of, like, right now. Like, you're not going to see the names on AEW and put the names next to WWEs and be like, oh, yeah, that's a fair fight. But this week, AEW has made a concerted effort to really bolster their division, not just by, like, adding bodies to it, but having three separate segments that are doing three separate things for the division. So you have the... uh, Sheeta versus Statlander match, which was like the work rate match. This yeah. match was like everyone was talking about how good this match was. Mm-hmm. You have Nyla Rose versus Leva Bates that turns into her into Nyla Rose suplex. I mean, uh, power bombing Kevin the referee Kevin Knox into the table, and then um, that was Rick Knox. Rick Knox. I'm sorry, Rick Rick Knox. Yeah, Kevin Knox. Was Kevin Knox like- the basketball player. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got Nick's on the mind. He still got fired today. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Rick Knox gets put through the table, and then Shauna gets powerbombed on top of Rick Knox. So and, uh, a little bit of news for that. Uh, Nyla Rose got kayfabe suspended indefinitely without pay. Well, that, that's cool. That's I mean, that's, that she should be. Makes yeah. sense. Um, so that's establishing or reestablishing Nyla Rose as a beast. That's putting her back on the map. That's, you know... And establishing a feud with her and Shauna. Shauna, who's relatively new, had that really great match on her debut match. Making sure that she stays in in the eyes and in the minds of AEW's fans. Mm-hmm. And then you have the um, the whole thing with Awesome Kong and Brandy. And the fan, who apparently is just a, an indie wrestler. 
who I guess signed over to AEW, who uh, vows herself to the... I forgot what they're calling themselves. The something collective. Whatever. Um, and, you know, she, the, the Brandy and Awesome Kong cut her hair. So they're solidifying that as a group, as a faction, as something to be taken, to, you know, taken seriously of. So they're doing two, I mean, they're doing three separate things for the women's division, and none of that is even really touching their champion. Mm-hmm. Riho hasn't been on TV for weeks. Yeah, I, there's a, a where's Riho, like, signs up everywhere. Right. And theoretically, Sheeta is the number one contender, uh, and so that's kind of touching on Riho, but the focus of that was the fact that Sheeta's the number one ranked wrestler on the women's division, having this awesome match with Statlander, and Statlander beats her. Mm-hmm. So the story was more about that singular match mm-hmm. versus the women's championship. I really, really appreciate the fact that AEW is going, okay, look, clearly we cannot match the name caliber of WWE, NXT, whatever. Yeah. But we can do other things to make this women's division feel important, look important. They have Ali now doing this bunny thing with the Blade and the Butcher. So while she's not part of the women's division, she is a woman who is now in significance because she's in the middle of Cody and MJF's feud. So you have her doing something of high importance. Every woman on the roster is doing something to further along the women's division. And I love it. Except Riho. Except Riho. Who is your champion. Now, you can easily say... Well, that's the fault. Oh, man. Everyone's doing all this work except for Riho. Or think of it this way. Everyone's doing all this work and your champion isn't doing anything. So imagine if you start actually doing stuff with your champion. Or if you put the championship on somebody else to propel it forward. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's so much potential. This this week was the week of, like, okay, these are our chips. Mm. If we play this right, we can have an awesome women's division that people really care about. And so I'm really happy that they went in this direction. Fantastic booking in terms of the women's division this week on AEW. Okay. Uh, I want to get into um, AEW being <coughs> under investigation. Uh, with the uh, the Baltimore... Uh, with the Maryland team. State Athletic Commission. There you go. For their match at full gear between John Moxley... Uh, unsanctioned match between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. So, uh, the match that uh, they had was, for lack of a better term, pretty pretty violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the investigation that they're having, the commission specifically prohibits wrestlers from lacerating themselves, which is blading, right. uh, or their opponents. And the commission also prohibits uh, introducing human and or animal blood in a match. Now... We're good. Well, they were lacerating themselves with... The barbed wire, like those. But they, but they didn't blade. They were. It was incidental. So we all know who this group is. Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that former WCW announcer Christopher Cruz contacted the commission regarding the match. The commission repeated the rules above to Cruz and told him that they had staff at the event and a doctor on site. Cruz is finally told that the commission is now investigating the match and couldn't comment further until the investigation is over. Hmm. Cruz has been a vocal critic of AEW, speaking to the wrestling, speaking to the Wrestling with History podcast, 
Uh, Crew said AEW has millions of dollars from the sons of a billionaire and is not setting the world on fire and will not succeed. It, Jeez. It may last a long time, but it will never be profitable. Somebody once said, if you want to be a millionaire, start with a billion dollars and buy an airline. It's the same thing with a pro wrestling organization. It's just going to bleed you dry. Not everything is guaranteed to last forever. It's my convention that wrestling has seen better days. So for me, it just seems like this Christopher Cruz is out to yeah. basically slander and badmouth AEW as much as he possibly can. He sounds like a bitter Betty. He sounds like a bitter Betty, exactly. Um, for the fact that he went he went to the commission and it's like, look at what they're doing. You guys got to investigate this. That's that's bush league. That's a weak move. Ugh. That's a weak move. They they put on a fantastic match, or un you know, unsanctioned match, whatever you want to call it. It was fantastic, regardless. They did nothing wrong. They did everything right. They did from what you read. They did not violate any of those rules. They did not blade themselves, and there was no introduction of blood, of human or animal blood or otherwise. They happened to be lacerated by items that were used in the ring. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't blame someone, theoretically speaking, for bumping their nose and starting it starts bleeding. Yeah, they're having a match, barbed wire, which apparently is not against the rules. They didn't say there's no barbed wire. They used it. They got cut. Things happen, but they bleed. They they stop bleeding so quickly. Like who even cares? Yeah. Was there? I don't even think there was any blood touching them out at any point. No. Because of how quickly the blood just coagulated. Yeah. yeah. Was... And your brother was like, man, these guys are really healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Christopher Cruz, you're probably not listening. Yeah, you're definitely not listening. I hope you are, though. If you ever do listen, you little weasel. You bitter Betty. Crawl back into the hole that you came from and go away. Away. This is, this is a guy who probably has, like, Vince McMahon, just a mural. <laughs> on his bedroom wall and just prays to him every night please Vince please ruin the, the business that is WWE that, that is AEW they're they're ruining what you've built the sports entertainment empire I don't like this wrestling thing and then his wife's like baby come to bed please it's like, shut up woman and then he just pans over to his other mural of Sandman <laughs> Go to hell. Like, dude, seriously. Oh, my God. And it's so it's so funny. Like, one of the last things that you said that he was like, how wrestling's at an all-time low. Yeah. When, inarguably, wrestling's at an all-time high. Hmm. And, like, where you can find top world-class wrestling pretty much anywhere and everywhere all That's over the fact. world. Say a lot of the in the back. <laughs> it's nuts. This is... we we're, I've never seen wrestling to the point where... We have, in Japan, one of the biggest wrestling promotions in the world. The United Kingdom has a booming wrestling scene. A bevy of of promotions. The United States has two promotions fighting within each other, and a third who is pretending, but they can't. Mexico has two killers in the streets. Canada's pumping out wrestlers like it's no one's business. What are you talking about? Christopher Cruz went to the Sandman School of Obliviousness. For real? Seriously. I was like, I, I read that, so I'm like, oh, boy. It was nuts. 
like this is this is this is our our uh, Vince Russo. This is Vince. <laughs> this going, is Vince Russo. This is, this is Vince trying to sabotage AEW. <sighs> well, let me let me ask you something, Jay. How do you feel about someone taking something old, bringing it back to life in a new way? For example, Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Released in the mid to late 90s. I'm going to say late 90s, probably. Yeah, mid to late 90s. Classic game. Remade this past year. A little different. Arguably better. I haven't played it, so I don't know. Yeah, I have it still in the cellophane. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Too many games cellophane. Right. <laughs> Too many it's games. It's like, I'm going to open up my game, own game store now. <laughs> I have two right now. I only have NHL 18 and... Uh, Resident Evil 2 are still in cellophane. Yeah. My <coughs> yeah. Halo 5 is still in cellophane. Is it really? Yeah, it's that's horrible. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, or like these movies that, I mean, that's a bad example because I hate movie remakes. But uh, if done tastefully, I like movie remakes. Okay, but in general, how do you feel about the idea of something old brought back and, and, and redone in a different way? Okay, so two things factor in it for me. Okay. Uh, how much time has passed between the original okay. and the remake? Okay. Uh, I don't want to see Scream come out, you know, '99, and then you know the remake of Scream come out in 2000. You know, what I'm fair, saying? fair. I fair. don't need that. Right. Um, you mean like the Spider-Man movies? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the Tom Holland. I mean, he did not wrong. Yeah, 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 Tom yeah, Holland. Yeah, yeah. He, he is Spider-Man. Fact. Uh, one again, time comes into it, and two, if done tastefully. Mm. I'm okay with it. Okay. But for the most part, come up with something new. Okay. So, with that in mind, this week on AEW, we had Chris Jericho come out with Jake Hager, and he's going on and on about how AEW's upper management is forcing him to have one more match before the end of the year. And he said, I'm, I've come up with the list of people who I will not wrestle. And the crowd pops. And the crowd pops, of course. Because they hear Jericho, they hear List, they think of the List of Jericho. Yes, sir. He says, oh, stop it. Don't get stuck in 2016. This is not the List. This is the lexicon of Le Champion. Obviously, he's using the word lexicon wrong. As Excalibur points out. points out. But that's neither here nor there. It's funny. It rhymes. It's fine. It barely rhymes. It depends on how you get to say it. Yeah, it's like Eminem, like orange and orange. Right, exactly. You know, the lexicon of Le Champion. Like you gotta pronounce it. Yeah, you gotta pronounce it. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta make it rhyme for it to rhyme. Yeah. Um. So, it's similar to the list of Jericho. So my first thought was, oh, no, Chris, you're better than this. Yeah, I mean, he came out with the bedazzled clipboard and everything. Right, and the font was the same. Same font, yeah. And so my first Ke- thought Kevin was... Ho- Kevin Owens is at home just like, that was our thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's like, I went through every emotion all at once, because I love Jericho. So anything he does, I'm just like, yeah! And I was like, no, don't do this again. Yeah, you don't need it. But then he starts reading the list. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly different in the sense that the list of Jericho was just him adding people to the list who bothered him. 
Mm-hmm. This is him reading off a list that was already completed and, and compiled of people that he will not wrestle. Or it's, he has wrestled in the past already. Right. So this is almost a combination of his WCW list of 1,000 holds, uh, holds. holds and his list of Jericho, the, the lexicon of Le Champion. It's kind of like a combination. lists. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? I love lists. And he goes down, down the list, and it's hilarious. Because he mentioned, like, of all the people he listed, maybe seven of the 20 were legitimate AEW wrestlers. I mean, if you take out the fact that he mentioned Moxley, Moxley like a seven, thousand yeah. times, yeah. He says, he mentioned, so the ones that, that are actually legitimate, he mentions Moxley, he mentions Kenny Omega, he mentions Cody, because he can't anymore, haha. Um,. The Young Bucks, that's four and five. Papa Buck, Uncle Buck. But they're not wrestlers. Oh. Um, right now I'm only counting the actual well, uh, AEW wrestlers. Well, Buck's dad was an actual wrestler. But he's not currently a wrestler for AEW. We don't know that yet. It's a f- yes, we do know that. He does your music, that's it. We didn't know that Marty Skrull was signed to AEW. Well, yes. so. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, Hangman Page, so that's six. Ooh. Hangman. Oh, I'm sorry. Hangman, uh, Hangman Page. Oh, okay. Hangman Page. That's six. Who else? I think that was it, right? Oh, and uh, Scorpio Sky. Uh, he said Evil Uno. That's eight. Terrible, uh, terrible, no, uh, Terrible Trace, something like uh, Despicable Dose. So he's like, <laughs> uh, like Angry Dose, something yeah. like that. Um, so, so, yeah, so of the like 20 names, only eight of them are legit. But he does say Papa Bunk, Uncle Buck, Buck Owens. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Hangman Page, Diamond Dallas Page, Page. Um, so that's two, uh, Scorp- two, two WWE superstars kind of names. Yeah. Scorpio Sky, Two Cold Scorpio, anyone from the Scorpions. Um, Darby Allen. Sorry, I forgot that was it's nine. Yeah. Darby Allen, Allen Jones. Which is AJ, AJ Styles' real name. Right. Um, and then Jurassic Express's music hits. And he says, Marty, and then he stops because he's interrupted by the music. Little nudge, nudge, hint, hint, wink, wink, so that when Marty debuts, well, he didn't say Marty's girl. He was gonna. He's gonna say Marty Gennetti, actually. He could have said Marty Gennetti. He could have said... Marty Schottenheimer. He could have said Martin Brodeur. Martin be wrong. That would be wrong. Stop. Move on. <laughs> so it's like well, three people that listen to the podcast. <laughs> Davis, your brother, and like us when we listen back. So ultimately, I did enjoy it. I'm not crazy about the idea of him recycling the idea of a list, but I think the way he did it was different enough and was funny enough that I'm like. Alright, cool, I'm game. And plus, I love the little Easter eggs you threw in there. For me, it's more of, um... Let this be a one-off. Yes, yes, yeah, 100%. 100%, 100% Do not agree. carry on the lexicon I do not want to see this Le next Champion week. for next week or the week after. I do not want to see this Let it be this week, and that's it. When he did the the list of 100... Uh, 1,000... 1,001 holes, it was just that... Right. That, that, that nitro... He did the, the listing because it was kind of fresh. It was new. Um, and it worked for the way, like, the way the list was set up. It worked. Because you could do it every night by adding a different wrestler for bothering him, for walking to his way, for like whatever comical reason. 
having the list continue weekly made sense. I don't want to see the lexicon ever again. Especially because the whole point is people I'm not going to wrestle in my last match before 2020. So there's no reason for that lexicon to show up again. Yeah. So hopefully it's a one-off. If, if you want to revisit it, revisit it next year at the end of the year again. 100% agree. You do not need to revisit it uh, next week. I'm sorry. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed, 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 agreed. So, we spoke about some AEW. We spoke yeah. about some news. Let's talk about something that I think has been absolutely terrible. And that is WWE's booking, long-term booking, short-term booking, just booking in general. Yeah. Bookings.net. <laughs> yeah, booking agent. They're... <laughs> got booking team. <laughs> <laughs> when they finish it'll be the bookend oh god <laughs> so my issue with Raw real quick <clears throat> is that they're still continuing this Lana Lashley Rusev storyline so a storyline that no one clearly cares it's about so dumb you, you have it changed up by now the, the villains, the heels, getting arrested. Because Lana slapped the detective. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pretty sure we saw Stone Cold beat up like an entire police department. I'm pretty sure we saw Charlotte, uh, Becky Lynch, Roman and Ronda Ray. Rousey oh. beat up like an entire police department. Uh, first of all, uh, destruction to public property also. But she destroyed a cop car. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we've seen wrestling do a lot worse than one slap, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's wrestling. Fine. Lana WWE. slaps one detective, you get arrested. Exactly. And Lashley got arrested. Okay. Well, he was, un- he was in handcuffs first. That one was less easy to explain because he was just yelling at the officer and they cuffed him. I mean, it's ex- it's easy ex- to explain. He was not going to do it on our podcast. <laughs> I'm not, oh my god, I want to, so I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do you, it. I'm you know gonna, exactly... A hundred percent. You know exactly why Bob Lashley was arrested. <laughs> I ain't going to spell it out for oh you. Like, what city were they in? <laughs> what city were they in? I don't remember. Oh my god. Not that it matters. Yeah, I don't not think it matters, matters, to be honest, but... <sighs> Hoodies, t-shirts. He was basically butt-ass naked, but... <laughs> doesn't matter. It's got a cut. <laughs> No, no stop! I refrain from doing it. Stop. He's packing. You know, he's packing. packing stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Proceed with your lot of going to jail. Well, I'm not going to proceed with that. What I'm saying is, in terms of bad booking. Yeah. So, SmackDown as a whole, kind of all over the place. Yeah. Where you have Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, and Fire and Desire open up SmackDown. With a wrestling match. The mm. first wrestling match of SmackDown. Mm. The Miz and Bray Wyatt opened up uh, the, show the show proper, but the pacing of SmackDown kind of felt all over the place. Where you have The Miz upset because he was going to have Daniel Bryan as his guest. We don't know what happened to him. Bray Wyatt doing his Firefly Funhouse thing, and he just has a picture of. The Miz family, and the Miz gets upset, <clears throat> storms out of the ring to look for 
Bray Wyatt, you cut to commercial. You come back. He's on the phone with Maurice. He's saying, I don't know what he's capable of, which is false. You have a plethora of video evidence of what he's capable of. If years of Bray. No, but it's not Bray. It's The Fiend now. But it was Bray. Tonight. We'll get there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We'll get there. So, The Miz says, I love you to Maurice. Hangs up. And he says, I'm uh, I'm leaving now. Leaving now. Okay. We go to the match between Bliss and Mandy Rose. Okay. It's a a match. It's not a... It's not the most technical two women in the ring. You get your match. You go backstage. And the Miz is walking by an open door with a red glow to it. He walks inside. And he sees the picture that Bray Wyatt showed. And the Miz is no longer in the picture. But Bray Wyatt is in there holding uh, Monroe. Bray Wyatt surprises the Miz from behind says say cheese and hits him with Sister Abigail now what's the one thing that's wrong about this Will they've always played it as Bray Wyatt is Mr. Rogers and he's scared of the Fiend and the Fiend is the one who attacks everybody Mm -hmm. the Fiend is the one who is is the hurt of the heel hurt. Yeah. So for Bray, not the Fiend, to be the one to attack the Miz, that's like continuity error. Major continuity error. It's a it's a it's a character break. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. It's now what's Bray's excuse? Because when the Fiend attacked Finn Balor. Bray Wyatt went to the ring and apologized to Finn Balor. He didn't attack Finn Balor. The Fiend attacked Finn Balor. The Fiend attacked Jerry the King Lawler, um, Kane, Mick Foley. Uh, Bray Wyatt was always remorseful. Always afraid of the Fiend. So what do you do now? I mean, obviously, again, this leads to The Miz facing off against... The Fiend at TLC, possibly. Or if not, having a one-off match on SmackDown next week. I don't know. Which would suck because... No, the, we're not going to see The Fiend until on TLC. Okay, so then... What are we going to do? Because is he going to face Daniel Bryan? Is Daniel he going to face The Miz? Like, we don't know what's going... Right now, we're, we're almost a week away from the pay-per-view. We're a week away from the go-home show, for sure. And... <coughs> That, There's no matches that I'm sitting here like, you know what? TLC's worth watching. We're getting the Revival versus the New Day again. Don't need it. I'm sorry. You're getting, We're getting Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin again. again. Don't need it. I'm sorry. You, you have Brock Lesnar, who's not scheduled. You have the, tag, the Raw Tag Titles, who are not scheduled right now. You have the U.S. title, the IC title... Both women's titles, the tag team, women's tag titles. What are we doing with this? So you were talking about the pacing of SmackDown. And my issue with the pacing of SmackDown and Raw is that there was no urgency moving towards TLC. Mm-hmm. TLC is next week. 
Yes, it is. I mean, that's also the problem with Survivor Series being only two weeks ago, that you don't even have time to reset. Nope. Like, NXT had that whole episode dedicated to post-Survivor Series, as did Raw. And they smacked them did also. But when you have TLC so close, you can't do that. You have to jump right into the next thing. So you lost a week. Now you have three weeks left, and they haven't done anything. There I mean, was one match announced before SmackDown went on the air tonight, and the show was in, in eight days. Well, I'm sure that they're, they're going to have either uh, Seth versus Kevin Owens or Kevin Owens and Seth versus the uh, versus the AOP. OP, yep. Like We're going to have some sort of combination of that. Uh, that's another match. But you know that WWE likes to cram 18 matches into a <clears throat> uh, to a four-hour pay-per-view, so... Kevin Owens versus... It's funny, I was thinking to myself... Uh, before you mentioned that, that like Kevin and Seth versus AOP might happen on Raw, but it makes more sense to do it on on, on TLC, and then you let Seth turn and officially turn, which we all see coming anyway. One hundred percent. But at least you do it on TLC. And you go off the air with him and AOP standing tall on top of Kevin Owens. Nah, that not main eventing. Are you dumb. What's main eventing? I'd rather have. What's main, ev- main event? That's main eventing. What else? What else are you going to have made about TLC? Brock. Roman and, 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 and uh, this buffoon? No, that's the penultimate match. Maybe The Fiend? The Miz? <sighs> Does that feel like a main event? This whole pay-per-view doesn't feel like a main event. I'd rather watch Ants fight probably a better fight too you ever watch Insect Wars yeah actually so good have you seen Robot Wars nah yeah building like mechanical robots and they just like like, one had a saw and would just like come down and like saw it it was was, was nuts yeah but Insect Wars is cooler these are actual like living insects that like will body each other yeah but I'm not trying to run an insect fight club are you trying to start a, a robot fight club it's more humane. Robots don't have feelings yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen iRobot. Is know. it not the droids you're looking for? <laughs> it's not the droids you're looking for. Oh, my. <laughs> 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 I mean, look. Since we've gone off the rails a little bit. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to... to... I want, I'm going to finish off with uh, SmackDown's closing segment. You oh, have uh, Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler. With a, a salt and peppered haired man holding Roman Reigns outside the ring post match, so they can handcuff him uh, and strap the, one leg to the post. to the ring, strap one leg to the post, and proceed to pour dog food on him because he's the big dog. This is so dumb. I don't. I don't get how they think this works. I I want to know Vince can look himself in the mirror and say, you know what? Yeah. Pouring dog food, wet dog food at that on my, what's supposed to be top Top baby face in the company. Pour dog food on him. Let him gain sympathy. Gonna be good. Knocks everybody's socks off. Like, I think about other times in WWE where they used wet props in any way, shape, or form and I feel like they always made sense. Stone Cold's thing was beer, so him bringing out the beer truck, 
made sense. Kurt Angle was a goody goody. Milk. So and he was kind of going up against Stone Cold. So what's the antithesis of a Stone Cold and his beer? Kurt Angle in the milk truck. That makes sense. Gangrel had blood. Makes sense. Like, even when they did the faux poo. With the Spirit Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was always some sort of logical or comical... So you're full of crap, and then the poop fell Right. Yeah. But this... Because his nickname is the Big Dog? We're gonna pour wet food on him? <sighs> what? Like, what kind of, what kind of backyard this, bully nonsense is this? We say this all the time. It's getting hard. I, oh, and it's, it's, it hasn't changed. It's getting harder and harder to watch WWE. Main, like, I, I didn't want to say main roster because NXT's main roster stuff now, you know? It's just like two out of the three branded shows they have are horrible. It's hard to sit through. I, I can do so much more productive things with five hours of my life than watch Raw and SmackDown. 100%. Without question. But that that's that's my my rant for WWE product. Now, in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. And there are definitely bad seeds. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to this beautiful tree and garden that we call professional wrestling. When is this garden going to turn to a forest? Not yet. Soon. So, like we just planted this tree a few like months ago. If oh, that. Yeah, it takes time for trees to grow. For sure. Right, yeah. yeah. Alright, cool. <laughs> so. Science. So science. We know that. I was actually, I was actually really good at science. What? I was really good at science. Really? Yeah. When I was at night school, I was in earth science honors. Oh, well, like special. Oh, look at you, Mister Special Guy. Yeah. Too bad I didn't like really apply myself when I was in high school. High school. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, you were a bad seed. <laughs> oh, like you? Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's not do this on air. <laughs> Curses out the white Spanish. Teacher. Oh my god! I, look, I never pretended to be an angel in high school. I was an awful human being to my teachers. I don't know how I graduated on time. You were cool with all the teachers. <laughs> You don't have legitimately apologize to some of these teachers like, yo, I'm sorry that I was who I was when I was a teenager. I would do that to them. They don't even know who I was. I never was. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about us and our lovely education. <laughs> we're here to talk about some wrestling. Let's talk about our good teams and bad streets for the week. Um, I'll start us off. Yeah. Yeah. So, my good seed for the week is going to be the match between um, Sheeta and Chris Statlander. Mm-hmm. It was just such a good match, and again, it was the the third of the three segments, the women's segments on AEW. It was the linchpin that held it all together that said, this is what we're doing, this is what we can do. And I think it was even arguably the match of the night. Mm. So, definitely, I know I, know I kind of feel like I'm, I'm constantly like an AEW fanboy, I promise you, I, 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 you know, try to look at everything objectively on all fronts. Um, in fact, my runner-up for good seat of the of the week is Keith Lee. Just Keith Lee being Keith Lee. Uh, phenomenal week for Keith Lee this week on on NXT. But this match is just so good. And going back to my my point before about women's division, I have to give my good seed to this match. My bad seed. Hmm. It's a little tougher. So much to choose from. 
so much to choose from. But to me, this is going to go directly to the stupid 56-year-old drunken has-been that is Sandman. You are my bad seed this week. You are my bad seed every week. You are the bad seed of professional wrestling. Go away, you drunken old man. I'm not going to give you any more of my time or energy or breath than that. Okay. You're going to be surprised in my good seed. Okay. Okay. I like surprises. Surprises are fun. I love surprises. I don't get enough surprises in my life. Sorry. <laughs> that went somewhere. My good seed for the week is the reverse to your bad seed. Is just the out uh, showing out and all the emotion and support from all the wrestlers nice. all around the world defending women's wrestling. All right. Uh, you, you're not going to get better product if you don't help it grow. Amen, brother. And if you get guys like Sandman uh, constantly putting the product down and not giving it a chance, how are they ever going to get better? Talk to them. My bad seed? Boy. <laughs> How much time you got? Wait, this is our podcast. We got all the time in the world. I do want to get home, though. <laughs> it's pretty late. Um, this is a rough one. Rough. Because I can give it to Lana, Bob, Lashley, and Rusev again. Like I've done like every week for last every, like I, I think the last six weeks I've done. I could give it to Roman Reigns and the dog food. But I'm not. Okay. Where's it going? Where's it going? I'm going to give it my bad seed to WWE booking for TLC. Okay. Okay. You you have two weeks to build a pay-per-view, and you've done absolutely nothing with it. You've squandered this. <sighs> so much so that I don't even want to watch the pay-per-view. What are we watching? At this point, we're watching two matches. At this point, we're watching Raw and SmackDown on a Sunday. <laughs> this is true. I mean, there's so much better things to watch that Sunday, that an entire weekend, than TLC. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, WWE, for not getting me invested again in another pay-per-view that I have to sit through so we can do this podcast on Sunday night. Yay. <laughs> and with that, folks, we must bid you adieu. As always, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apple slash Grapples the number two apples. If you're not on SoundCloud, you could be on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music. Don't forget to catch us on our social media pages. You got Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many ears and eyes as humanly possible. Engage with us so we can engage with you guys. You know, we want to we wanna get involved and grow this tree into a forest. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Today a little sniffly, a little congested, a little... Watery eyed, but still ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's why because that's why is joined by my shadeless, still my hetero life mate though. 
Making the girls scream, the man of your dreams. Oh, that's different. The artist, formerly known as Shades. We will catch you all next time. Don't forget to tune in this week, next week, and every other week. It's an apple a day. It's a bad wrestling day. Peace. Bye. <laughs>